Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey, my friends, can I just take a second and just tell you how proud I am of you? You are amazing. You are showing up for yourself differently than you did last week and the week before and the week before that because you are opening up your mind to new ideas and new possibilities and ways of being you bravely and showing up how you want to in your life. You're being brave, friend. You are doing so much work, even just by showing up to these podcasts, listening to different opinions and ideas and stories from other women who are on the same journey as you. You're taking it in, you're learning, and you're absorbing, and you're implementing. I get stories every day from you as you implement and your life starts to change. And I was so excited for you and I'm so proud of you. So I just wanted to take a second and recognize you, say that I see you, and to give you a huge air high five. So there it is, (laughs) sent out to you. All right, so we're gonna jump into episode 43. But before we do that, I just want to take a second. If you are a mom who owns a business, you need to be in the mob, which stands for mom-owned business. It's an online network group that has local chapters that are popping up all over the U.S., including the Portland chapter, which I happen to be the leader of. Yay! So exciting! So if you're in the Portland area, we're actually meeting up tomorrow which technically would be today as you're listening to this, at Etcetera Eatery in Southeast Portland, Southwest, Southwest, Southeast, Southeast Portland. It's a really yummy restaurant and we're going to be meeting there tomorrow. That starts at 11 a.m. Our next meetup for the Portland chapter is going to be February 12th. That's a Tuesday evening at the Wiggle Room in Southeast Portland, Northeast Oh, heavens, I don't even know where we are. (laughs) I need to get a better grip. I've lived here 15 years. You would think I would know my way around Portland. Anywho, you can Google search it and figure out where the heck it is. But there are also other chapters. There's chapters in Nevada, California, Hawaii, and I want to say Colorado, and of course, Washington. So basically, it's taking over. And if you're a mom who owns a business, you need to be in the mob. Okay? Okay. So... Shameless plug for that, done. So we're going to talk about today how to make a shift, right? I know you're shocked. You're like, wow, surprising, Kim, because you never talk about shifts. Shift happens, man. It has to. If you want to grow, you got to shift. And that's what we're going to talk about today, too. In episode 42, earlier this week, we talked about why weight loss is so freaking hard. It's so hard. And I gave you 40 reasons 
why it's hard. And those 40 reasons came from 10 years experience as a personal trainer and nutrition coach. And I've worked with thousands of women to help them lose weight. And it never is what you think it is. It's always harder than you think it is. It's never enough. And the crappy thing about weight loss is that it's not static. Meaning it's not like you hit your goal weight and you're like, woohoo, I'm done. No, then you have to go into maintenance, which is even harder than losing. No, your weight is dynamic. It's flowing, right? If you use a scale, you know this to be true for a fact. You get on there and one day it says you're down five pounds, the next day you're up six. It's completely fluid. And our perceptions about it are so ingrained that it needs to be dropping all the time. We need to be losing weight. We need to be in a weight loss mindset, right? A fat loss lifestyle. But when you have those kinds of mindsets and goals and and lifestyles, you're making a choice about how you want to live your life. Because if you want to lose weight and keep it off, then you're going to have to engage in working out, cooking meals, exercising, and restriction. Restriction with food, restriction with your time, because you got to spend it working out. And it's a lot of things that you're saying yes to, and a lot of things that you're saying no to. And you get to choose, and that's the beauty of it, is you get to choose. But I want you to stop and take a second and think about what your mindset is around your body as it is right now. About yourself as you are right now. Why are you wanting to lose weight? Why is this something that's on your radar? If you don't want to lose weight, this applies to getting healthy too, because people have different definitions of what healthy means, but we can, we can toss that in here too. Why do you want to do that? Is it coming from a place of self-loathing, of desperation? How many of us have ever been desperate to lose weight? Holla, all the people that make weight loss New Year's resolutions, right? Get done with the holidays, try to zip your pants, you can't. Ah, enter the panic. Or maybe you're trying to change your body out of a sense of fear. Fear that you're being judged. Fear that your body isn't good enough. Fear that your body takes up too much space. Maybe that's what's driving you. I also want you to stop and think about how much time, like literal minutes during your day, you think about your body, your food, your exercise, your commitment to those things, looking in the mirror, what do you, how much time do you spend picking yourself apart? Quantify it. How much time do you spend on these things? Chances are, for a lot of you, it's like, I spend a little bit of time. Some of you, you're like, oh, no, it's not on my radar. And some of you are in the place where it's all consuming, where it's all you think about. It's how gross your body is and how other people must be grossed out by it too. And it stops you from showing up in your life the way you want to. And so out of that place of self-loathing, you try diets and you try pills and programs and DVDs and supplements and powders trying to lose the weight. And it doesn't stick, right? It's like you try and you fail and you try and you fail and you try and you fail And it just keeps getting harder and harder. Women who are in their 40s and 50s, raise your hand. It's harder than it was when you were in your 20s and 30s. 
it's harder. Metabolism does things, especially if you are a serial dieter. If you go on and off diets frequently, your metabolism is like, ah. And it's such a bummer because we learn this at such an early age, too. Somewhere along the line, we learned that our bodies were something to be ashamed of if they didn't fit in the mold of being skinny or beautiful, fit or toned. And we learned early on that there was good foods and bad foods, healthy foods and unhealthy foods. Maybe there was a food that was restricted in your house. Maybe there was a food that was bad that you didn't have. And if that's your story, I'm so sorry, because that is so hard to overcome. Because that's years of conditioning and labeling and moralizing food. And that sets you up for cravings, for sugar dependence, sugar addiction, addiction to fast food. Maybe it's not sugar. Maybe you're like, that's not me. I love crunchy. I love salty. I love buttery. That's my thing. That's my addiction, my crutch. But we've learned to label these foods as bad, and then that's all we want. So we spend all this time hating or shaming our own bodies, which, P.S., would you ever do that to your friend? No, of course not. But why do you do it to yourself? Why do we do that? Food for thought. All right, so here's the shift. Ready? What if you were to lose weight, but from a different place? Instead of trying to lose weight from a place of self-loathing, desperation, fear, panic, and loathing, what if you were to switch and take all that mental energy, all that time that you spend, and you were to shift it? And you were to shift it into working on self-acceptance and self-appreciation. What if you were to do that? Just think about it for a second. What if you were to leave out the loathing, leave out the desperation, leave out the fear that your body will never be what you want it to be? And instead, you look at your body, maybe you look at a picture, maybe you look in the mirror, and you say, you know what? This is where I'm at. I accept that. I accept my rolls, wrinkles, stretch marks, my spider veins, my cellulite, my jiggly arms, my double chin. I accept that. This is where I'm at right now. And this body has worked hard to get me here. I have battled each and every day to get to where I am. And I accept that. Nay, I appreciate that. What? Can you even imagine what that would be like? Appreciating your body? It's incredible. I can tell you that much. And I can also tell you this. When you make changes to your body, so getting healthier by, you know, moving your body in ways that feels good, eating foods that make you feel good and nourished, when you start to do that from a place of acceptance and appreciation, That, my friend, is when you will stop failing at weight loss. That is when weight loss stops being so freaking hard. That's when it becomes almost a natural byproduct of you ending this war with your body. Because when you do that, when you accept yourself, 
when you begin to appreciate yourself, and you'll notice, side note, that I'm not saying love yourself. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you even need to like your body. I'm saying you got to appreciate it. You got to show it a little bit of compassion, a little bit of grace, a little bit of kindness. Take care of it. Practice self-care. Find pleasure in it. But you don't have to love it. We're not, we're not there. And that's okay. That's a big jump from self-love, body love, from the place that we're starting at. And maybe you're in that acceptance phase. Maybe you're here and you're like, yeah, I hear that. Okay, I can accept where I'm at right now and realize that diets are a short-term solution, if they're a solution at all. That is a short-term, friend. That is not long game playing. That is short-term playing. But as you start to accept and appreciate yourself, you do things differently. You make more time to take care of yourself because you appreciate yourself. You take more walks, which reduces your stress, which reduces your cortisol, which actually can help to shrink your belly and your butt. Because cortisol is stored in the gut and the butt, right? You can actually shrink those just by breathing and taking care of yourself. Maybe you find movement that feels good instead of punishing yourself going to the gym. Maybe you find that you love eating intuitively instead of eating by someone else's plan. Eating out of love instead of eating out of fear and restriction. But finding joy in eating food. Can you imagine? Joy in eating what you wanted and being present with your food. And honoring the cravings that you have instead of trying to distract or squelch or beat or break down. But actually understanding how your body works. Instead of feeling like you're going to throw in the towel every time you have PMS symptoms, being able to honor your body and the processes that are going on. Respecting the functions of your body. And when you do this, When you accept and appreciate that, that is when the changes stick. That's when it goes from committing yourself to things that you don't want to do that aren't sustainable. Here's looking at you working out three to five days a week. Here's looking at you. Here's looking at you restrictive eating. Here's looking at you diet culture, pills, powders, programs, DVDs. Here's looking at you. Those things aren't bad, but they're not sustainable. They're not. But what is sustainable is self-acceptance. Yeah. What you can maintain and keep going easily is appreciation. And then you start to value yourself and then you can start to invest in yourself. And that investing yields the results that you've been desperate for over here. You may not ever have the body that you want to. That might be an expectation shift that needs to happen for you especially depending on your body type. You may not get down to the weight you want, but what if it didn't matter? What if you never got on a scale ever again? What if instead you focused on taking care of yourself? Spending that time that you invest in hating your body and yourself into practicing self-love and self-care. Remember, it starts with appreciation, and it moves into love. 
Because when you value and invest in something, you grow to love it. Boy, can you even imagine that? Like, can we just take a second and stop? And just imagine what it would be like to actually look in the mirror and be like, yeah, girl, I see you. Mm-hmm. We're going to slay today. Today's our day. No matter what happens, we know we're good. If you have a craving and you want a chocolate chip cookie, you eat the cookie as much as you want and then you're done. Maybe you toss the rest. Maybe you save it for later. If you want to go for a walk instead of a run, you do that. If you want to do some yoga instead of a workout class, do that. If you want to do a workout class instead of yoga, do that. But making choices based on what feels good for you instead of what you have to do, what you should be doing, right? What you feel like fitness and diet culture says, this is what you have to do to lose weight. Because friends, losing weight is freaking hard. It is so incredibly difficult. So why? Why? In the name of all that is rational and holy, are we investing so much time, energy, and money in this thing that's so hard and that if you do get it, you have to work so hard to maintain? Why? Why are we doing that? What if instead we switched, we shifted over to a different mindset, a mindset that said, I am valuable right here at this weight. I weigh a buck 50. I've weighed a buck 50 forever. This is my weight. And I accept it. It doesn't define me. It doesn't hold me back from living my life. I don't care what other people think about it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people think about my body because it's none of their business. And your body is nobody else's business. Because that battle is up in your brain. People aren't looking at your body. They don't care. They're worried about themselves, right? What if? You invested all that energy into appreciating yourself. How would that change how you show up in your life? How would that change your relationship with your spouse if you weren't constantly squeezing and pinching and complaining about your body to him or her? What would it look like for your kids? How would they see you differently if you practiced self-acceptance and appreciation and modeled that for them and showed them what that looked like? To have body positivity, body acceptance. What would that look like, especially for young girls and young boys? I have a young boy. He's four. And I try my best not to talk about my body in front of him. In a good or a bad way, because I don't want him to comment on other people's bodies. Because it's not important. It doesn't matter. What would that look like? What would it look like for you at work? What would it look like for you on social media? What would it look like for you in your business? How would you show up differently in your life if you accepted yourself and appreciated yourself for where you're at right now? Not where you're at X number of pounds from now, but right now. What if you let go of losing weight and you grabbed on to self-acceptance? I'm really curious what is coming up for you. Do you have... 
objections? What are your reservations? What are your thoughts? Maybe you're totally on board and you're like, yes, let's do this thing. I want to know how. I want to know how to step into self-acceptance and appreciation. I don't know how. I've never done that before. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're like, nope, I've got to lose weight. It's medically necessary, which P.S., it probably isn't. I know, taking a big risk saying that, but I don't know. There's a lot of science coming out about weight and health. What would it look like? What would it look like for you? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to let this kind of ruminate in your brain. I want you to think about what it would be like to give up your weight loss dreams, weight loss goals, weight loss plans, weight loss ideals and expectations. What would it be like? What would you do with all that extra time if you gave up hating on your body? You'd have so much extra time to accomplish amazing things. If you feel like you don't have time to cook, you don't have time to work out, you don't have time to do anything, I I would think that you would be able to change that. I know you can change that by shifting your mindset. So if you're ready, if you are ready to step into that self-acceptance, let's talk about it. You can send me a PM over on Facebook. You can DM me on Instagram at Kim.Ludeman. You can join the Captivatingly Confident community on Facebook. Just type that in, boop, right in the Facebook bar. Come and join us. You can email me, Kim at CaptivatinglyConfident.com. Say, Kim, I'm ready. I don't know what that looks like, and I'd love to talk about it and get your feedback and opinion because I want to talk to you about it because if you're ready to take this step, girl, I'm so ready to take it with you. I'm ready to help you show up in your life the way you want to and live the life that you want and stop hiding behind weight loss. That's, that's it. There it is. That's the challenge. I'm super curious to hear your feedback. So make sure that you reach out. I want to hear And I'm going to be back later this week with some more thoughts on this because I think it's an important topic. And yeah. So thank you so much for being here, friend. You are amazing. You are brave. You are courageous. You are amazing. And I'm so thankful to share this journey and this space with you. I'll see you next time.